and welcome back to the Adventures with Stuffers podcast. I feel like I have to come up with a new intro at some point because I just I just feel like that just gets repetitive at some point. But we're back with episode 35. I recorded episodes out of order today, so I am all sorts of funky junky. But I have a special guest today, and we're about to dive deep. I might make him cry. Like I the world is our oyster this evening when we're recording this. But he's my friend. He's your friend. He's he's back on his normal name grind. Hopefully, it's Justin Monorail. I'm here. That's yeah. right. The I Justin Monorail has I mean, returned. I think it's only fitting. I mean, in terms of this episode theme, and then like in terms of you, I just think it's fitting that we're back on the monorail. <laughs> I mean, you know, I. I couldn't deny it. When you when you get right down to it, I could not deny who I am. Justin Monorail is part of my DNA at this point. We're so interwoven that you can't really see the lines between where I end and Justin Monorail begins. So here I am, Justin Monorail. Here it was, I am. But it was fun going through my Prince phase of like the artist formerly known as. I just never came up with a good symbol. Yeah, but now now you don't have to worry about that. Because... That's true. You're back in action. That's right. Something like that. Well, Something, it's good to be back. And I'm, thank I you, Steffers. I'm just, I needed you, like, you're better, we're better together type of. <laughs> yeah. You and me, you know, you're a fan favorite. I will say going back to like my past episodes, our episode that we did on Halloween Horror Nights after we went and you went for the first time and we kind of recapped that whole experience. That's one of my highest, I think you and, and, uh, Old Man Frank are my top two episodes. Uh, please tell me I'm above Frank. Please. I would have to check. I will have to fact check that for the viewers at home. But, <laughs> but we'll just say yes. Okay, just. great. Um, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. I think part of that may have, may have been some morbid curiosity and people wanting to see how bad the train wreck actually was of me going to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> that is very possible, but we're going to just say that they love you and they support you yeah. and yeah, we'll, they love we'll and go support with you. We'll go with that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, also, the episode we just did a couple weeks ago was a fan favorite as well the one with the oh. skipper bob and theme park rob so we're just really nailing it that was star studded you know it, that, it was, really that was was yeah that was like an all-star cast i i was just really an also ran on that episode i also don't want to burst your bubble frank no, is that, winning God, by two oh by two <laughs> why did you even have to tell me that okay well this is now your call to action adventurers <laughs> You need to go back, listen to that episode. We even talked about it on the star-studded all-star <laughs> episode. Uh, go check it out. Come on, give me those two votes. We got to put Frank in his place. Yeah, get your votes in because, you know, Frank is a Disney, Disneyer and Justin is all around the world. Literally. Equal opportunity theme park love. Equal opportunity. Exactly. Like he even goes to SeaWorld. I Does do. Frank go to SeaWorld? No. <laughs> I am now a SeaWorld pass holder. I can't wait to really, I, I still am lost when I go there. I don't know where to go. I know where the bars are. I can get you to the bar if you want to come down. Can I take you to Shamu? Probably not. <laughs> I just want to see penguins. You can dine with penguins at SeaWorld. And um, I want to do that. I mean, just... yeah, I, from what I hear, um, the hardest part is catching the fish in your mouth. But yeah, you can dine with the penguins. Yeah, I just want to see them. I don't I don't want to catch no fish about <laughs> I don't I just want to see the penguins, love the penguins, be near the penguins because if y'all don't know, I love penguins. My Twitch emotes are penguins, my whole life is penguins or ET. Those are my top 2. I actually I mean, I guess did, Gimli too, but I actually did go see the penguins my last trip there. That was after I visited two bars. Um oh. I went in and I realized how freezing cold it is. Um I think the last time I did the penguin encounter was prior to SeaWorld kind of like revamping their entire image. I mean, it definitely was because it would have been like early 90s. But back in my day, there was a big plexiglass window that you had to look through to see the penguins. Nowadays, they're right there in front of you. It, you know, you could jump in the water with them if you got a wild I mean, hair I, up your butt. I, I would do that, but I'd probably <laughs> get banned. So we're, yeah. we're not going to do that. 
we're, we're just not. But Justin has been all around the world. He has been the formerly Justin Monorail, back to the Justin Monorail, 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 Monorail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you say his name three times, he'll appear. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to take this episode to talk about like passions, discovering passions, rediscovering your passions, figuring how to balance your passions. How many more times can I say passions while I'm describing what we're going to talk about? Because I've found that all of my past shows have been people talking about, you know, their talents or, you know, I had my whole streamer series, which next week will be another one of my streamer friends who, you know, takes his streamer life to the real world and does some great nonprofit stuff with that. But with me growing, we're going to say I'm growing, we're, we're growing, we're thriving. I wanted to have this conversation with Justin because Justin is, um, you know, formally known and now is, you know, maybe planning some, some things with yeah. himself. So I kind of wanted to talk through that process and like how you decide what you're going to do and how you do it. And like, how do you know that you miss it? You know, like, how do you know that it's yeah. a real thing in your life yeah. and not just like a, Hey, I'm going to post on the internet a couple of times a week and YOLO. So it's it's all good questions. Um, I, I ask the great, like thought provoking questions. You really do. You really do. Um, and you know, maybe we'll get our Oprah cry moment eventually, but we're gonna hopefully, hopefully that'll be like the big climax of the episode today. But um, I would say for sure, I've been in a transition period, both personally and creatively, for several months like probably going back to i guess we we really wrapped up the morning monorail at maybe the end of november of 2021 and um at that time i mean it was a real tough decision to to decide to end a show that i felt like was going well we had loyal fans who enjoyed it um and i think actually you know while we had been doing it for a couple of years that show was still growing i think i, I kind of think that you really are always sort of in a, in a state of growth with creative projects. Um, so while you, you feel like you're growing suffers, you definitely are, but that will never end hopefully. Cause if it does, I think you're probably done donezo. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a tough choice to, to end the show. There were a lot of choices that went into that. I think, uh, a lot of factors, I think people who listen to the, the morning monorail, you know, you're well aware of everything that was going on there, but, um, took some time you know, to kind of reflect, take some time off, focus on myself. And, you know, I, I started really feeling myself uh, having that itch, that creator itch, that urge to express myself in some form of creativity. Probably, I'd be lying if it wasn't there all along, because it was. But where it really started maybe coming back was... I'm going to say like February, March timeframe. Um, I, I started feeling like I just really missed it. And I realized how much of a part of my personality it was good or bad to have this way, not only to express my creativity and put some positive energy out into the world, but also to like connect with people. Um, I, I tend to be a person who I'm not, I'm not an introvert. I don't think you can do podcasts and be an introvert. Um, but I'm also sort of like, I can get my fill of like socialization and stuff somewhat quickly. And then I'm like, I'm cool being home. I'm cool having quiet time. I'm cool doing my own thing. Um, but I, I, it was very obvious as, as time kind of went on after we ended the show that a big part of my socialization was like through the monorail project. And so I lost that and I'm like, oh my gosh, good or bad, I'm realizing that I'm feeling somewhat like lonely and cut off from friends because I'm not participating in the creator community anymore. That had become like so much a part of my everyday. So, you know, factoring that in, factoring in the, the fact that, you know, I started to come through into more like a more positive mentality where I was ready to start, you know, getting my head right and, and doing something. Um, that I felt like I could express myself 
and connect with people um, through, then, you know, it, it just, it really started to, to give me that itch to get back into it. I've been talking so long, Steffers. Why are you so quiet? I'm really just wanting you to like say your piece so that everyone can really like get the full Justin experience. <laughs> I will say though, when you said the whole, you can't be an introvert and do like a podcast. Yes, you can. You'll go right here. I would argue. <laughs> oh no, he's going to argue with me. I Here's the thing. Yes, I. you may have introverted tendencies, Steffers, but I don't think that you can be like a true introvert and do something like this because you're putting yourself out there in a way that like, if you didn't have some confidence, you may not feel like it all the time. If you didn't have some confidence underneath there lifting you up, how, how in the world, how in the world would you do something like this? This is very- Raise me up. People may yeah. not realize, but like, I think in, in some ways, especially this is your show. It's the Steffers show. So you are putting yourself out there for people in a way that other people don't really understand until you start to try to do something like this. So I'm just saying that what you may feel like an introvert, you may be one of those people who's like introvert with extroverted tendencies or one of the, you're, you're somewhere on that sliding scale is what someone, I think. Someone, so, someone, uh, confirm or deny Justin's uh, findings. I, so I will agree to some extent. I think me Twitch streaming definitely is more of my, uh, extroverted introverted self coming out only because that is video yeah. and when we sit down and we have these conversations like we can see each other yeah we're, we're eye to eye face to face you. but uh everyone else is just listening to me and though i hate the sound of my own voice shocker most people that do this do um you get over that at some point you're just like oh okay like i like when i'm editing i finally got to the point where like this is my voice. We're just going to have to deal with it because we're having these conversations and I just can't, yeah. I can't turn that off. Sorry. Yeah. Everybody hates the sound of their own voice. Yes. You know, and I, I get I, to hear it a bunch. Yeah. I've been doing a podcast in some shape or form for what, five years, at least we're going to say. And you, being the person who not only was kind of producing the show, doing all the editing and everything, I, I got to hear so much of my own voice and I, I've almost become like immune to it at this point. You're probably getting there if you're not already there. I it will say I am, I have to be getting there because I had this whole, like, I have that, that cute little hello friends intro that I had. I used to not do that with the guest. I used to do that like Sit on my up. own, like yeah. when I was editing and I was like, nah, yeah, I just gotta, this is too much work for me. I'm going to make my life easier. It'll flow better. It'll just be a whole thing. Yeah. You do get over it. Um, I just, yeah, I'm still, I, I'm still riddled with anxiety, but I do don't, I, I also don't tie in a lot of my quote unquote success to numbers. Like this is generally no, something I do for myself. Yeah. Um, you I, I also don't know what a successful podcast looks like. <laughs> like, I don't like what is a successful wise. podcast. I'll no, tell you what a successful Monorail. podcast is. No, I, no, 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 no. Just a monorail. I will tell you what a successful podcast is. It's one that you are proud of where you are finding an audience. It doesn't matter what size that is. And you're connecting with people and you're getting to be your genuine self. That's a successful podcast in my mind. And you're, and, and you are enjoying doing it. Cause as soon as you get to the point where it, it feels like a job or a chore, you probably shouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah. It's funny because I, um, talked to Jen Dillo from Dillo's Diz. If you guys don't listen to them, go, go do that. Go do the thing. Um, she, I forgot what we were talking about and, and I was talking to Angie too. And I was just, she was like, how are you not tired? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, you're doing that. And I'm like, I don't, keeps me young, keeps me, keeps yeah. me going. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't, are there days like today where I text Justin and say, Hey, can you come on my show? And then I make up a topic on the spot. Yes. There, yeah. well, the, technically that was the day before I, I texted you yesterday, but I have these ideas. I just don't know how to implement them. My kind of groove on scheduling episodes is a little off, but I still managed to pull it off. So I think I'm being successful. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. 
I think one thing we could really dig into, you're talking oh, about God. like reinventing ourselves, but I, I think one thing that's kind of interesting to think about and talk about is why, why do people like us want to do a podcast? Why? What's the motivating factor? What would you say yours is? We're going to have to go to another Zoom link for me to explain all that <laughs> stuff because we've got three minutes. Okay. I mean, gonna... I think there's a lot, right? It's not, it's not a simple answer, no. you know? But I think for me, so one of the things that we used to talk about at a former place that I worked is what is it about what you do that they would say jazzes you, which I hate that terminology, but what is it that jazzes you and what drains you, right? So you start thinking about things in terms of, am I energized by doing this thing? Or when I'm done, do I feel like my soul has been drained from my body and I'm miserable? And personally like this is another thing that i reflect on going you know now five six months whatever it is without doing a podcast i can easily tell you are there days when i was like in the middle of doing the run of the morning monorail where i would wake up and i'm like i don't know if i want to do this today i don't know if i have the energy i don't know if i'm in the right mindset but it was almost like what people say about going to the gym like once you do it you're glad you did it because you always find that like you click into that show mentality and you do get that energy and you, and I would get quote unquote jazzed by doing the monorail. And that's a sign that you're doing something that you should be doing. I think. Okay. So I would have to agree. And I think that this is what keeps me not keeps me accountable, but keeps me in check because I do podcast. I do Twitch streaming. I post on social media every day. I'm sure I do something else that is draining. I have a blog that I probably should do more with. You know, I do all these things. I think streaming was getting not overwhelming, but it, I was getting burnt out by doing it every day. Mm -hmm. So I had to make some changes. Now I do four days a week. I have like a day in between typically of a break to get the other stuff done or you know Sundays are my not streaming day so that's when I record my podcast and then I edit the podcast Monday Tuesday after work and kind of it's a vicious cycle but it's a routine that I you know have myself into and I've said this before but the podcast and why I enjoy doing it so much is because it's more, it's like getting to know someone. It's like speed dating, mm -hmm. but kind of just more in depth. Like you really, you pick the passion, the topic, whatever, and you kind of just explore that with another person. And like while we're, even while we're having this conversation, it's like you can see the gears turning. I mean, you guys can't see it, the listener, but I mean, I can see it. And that brings me joy. And I remember one of my first episodes, my friend Haley was on and she's a very talented artist. And we talked for at least a couple hours and I had to condense that episode. It was like a whole thing. But to watch someone talk about something they're passionate about is very like fulfilling. Yeah. And the that fact that yeah. they like want to tell you about it is very like, I just really enjoy that. Um, the episodes that I talk about loss, like those aren't fun for me, but they're conversations that I think need to be had because it's just very, it's just kind of my, my foundation of life and mm -hmm. kind of my reasoning to, to start this. And then the theme parks and the passions and all that stuff is just a bonus at that point. I don't want to say my loss fuels me because that also just sounds gross, but it, I mean, no, no, no. I don't think that's gross. It's part of what makes you you. Yes. But also it's one of those things where I don't want to be defined no. by my loss. I just want to show the growth that came from that loss. If yeah. That makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not that it defines you, but it's something that you have experienced that shapes who you are. You know, I, I mean, exactly. It's, it's true for all of us. You know, and so the fact that you talk about that stuff, here's something that I think that my observation of what you're saying, you're connecting with people and you're allowing other people to kind of let their little star shine when they come on your show. 
to connect with people. And, and it is very satisfying to see people be passionate, like what you said, but you're, what you're also doing is you're talking about, you're exposing yourself in a way that people wish that they could. And, and sometimes I think that people listening to that, I think it's helpful to them. They can relate to it. Maybe they don't have the outlet that you have. Maybe they don't have someone that they can necessarily talk to, or, or they're just not in a place where they want to maybe talk to people about things like that. But even just listening through to someone, like expressing themselves and talking about their thoughts and feelings about loss can be very helpful for a person. Um, and it seemed, that seems to be, it's almost like you, one of your driving um, motivators is connecting with people in ways that relate to their passions in ways to relate that relate to like what makes them them who they are and you allow others to do that and then you also want to show that about yourself to other people so this is this is me breaking down what i heard you say i think that's what it is and i think that's awesome uh i mean that's that's the Justin. We're having a whole like very Oprah like. We Dr. are. Phil, which we're going. I, I don't told know. You, we're building to the cry <laughs> moment. It's going to happen. We're really building there. I, you're, I mean, I, I'm, I'm too. Uh, what's the word? Humble to really put all that into words. But I, I don't do this for the numbers. I never have. I've said that from the beginning. It's not. That's not what's my driving force. It's genuine human connection, which especially during this world on fire time has been very, very difficult to do. Yeah. And there are a lot of things about the people that I care about, consider friends that I just don't know that like we talk about, but it's very like a two minute conversation and that kind of passes. And this way is just like a very nice, uh, like two hour thing that I rope you into recording with me so that I get <laughs> to know you a little better. Yeah. And I just think that that's important. I, I agree with that. I think what, one of the things I was going to say earlier, but I needed to kind of shape this idea a little bit before I put it out there. And now I think I'm ready to do it. I think podcasting is a more raw form of personal expression than YouTube. And I'll tell oh, you, I 100% agree. And I will tell you why I say this. It's because number one, as we mentioned earlier, no one likes their own voice. And you're putting it out there for the world to judge. Number two, it's it, all it is, is you expressing your thoughts and feelings and your personality in an audio format that's going directly into people's ears who are wearing earbuds. Like there, there could be nothing more like naked about what, what we're doing. I know maybe this sounds like I'm putting it up on a pedestal, but I mean, honestly, I, I really think this like. I really think a lot about people who are bold enough to do it. And I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here because obviously part of it is ego driven as well. Cause we're like some, some people out there want to listen to me and, and um, you know, but, but I do think that it takes um, courage to be able to do it because I mean, you, as much positive feedback as you get from people who, who listen to the show and maybe go and rate and review on iTunes, which you should totally do and give five stars to Steffers. There are plenty of people who are so ready to just troll and burn you down and roast you. And you have to know that you're going to encounter that when you, when you are in a creative field like this, when you're doing something like this. And um, how, do, how do you deal with that, Steffers? Which part? The roasting, a lot. the trolls. Oh, I don't, I don't read them. I, um, I, I just, yeah, I will say I went in this, I went into this, not setting any expectations for myself. And with that, if people like it, great. If people don't like it, okay. Have I looked at ratings? Yes, I have. Uh, have I gotten bad ones? Sure, because I can't please everyone. If you asked me even two, three years ago, 
Uh, if I would have quit when I got those bad ratings, 100% I would have. But I don't do this for them. I do this for the maybe handful that resonate and for myself. And that's all that's yeah. important. Yeah. Um, it does hurt. And I'm not like I'm a human being with feelings. Um, and I can't. And I think the main takeaway is that you, you genuinely cannot please everyone. Yeah. You you have to have the right intentions hope for the best expect the worst and low-key just don't don't look i've gotten to the point now even on twitch you can you can't like hide your viewer count but i have it stacked on like a different panel so that i have to toggle to it and what i try so 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 hard not to do is toggle to it yeah because Numbers do matter on Twitch in terms of discoverability, but I you that is a different thing because people can see your face. Right. So they can tell when your face drops. They can like can sense when you're like in a bad mood. They can tell if you don't want to be there or if you if you feel like you're wasting your time. Like they can tell that. So I I try to disconnect myself a lot from it. Um I will say um the hardest I, d I do think twitch is a lot harder than this podcast in terms of getting feedback mm -hmm. only because the feedback is instantaneous because it's a mm -hmm. live Makes a sense. live show podcasting yeah this this who's it what's it who hates my voice or or you know doesn't like the fact that i don't care about disney as much as i do universal like yeah those things are going to affect me but and they live like permanently on like your show ratings. Okay. Well, what do you want me to do about it? That's just go yeah. listen to something else. <laughs> just yeah. go listen to something else. I won't be hurt if I'm not providing the, the content that you want to listen to. You, I mean, some episodes will probably do better than others. And some people may resonate with other people. Like some people on my show mm -hmm. and those episodes might resonate with different people. It is, I... And it took me a very long time to get to this point. It was not overnight. I did cry. It, it took a lot of self-reflection and willpower to keep going. But this is something, uh, like Jackson said, I don't know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was. He was like, I'm really glad that, like, proud of you, like, that you're keeping up with this. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy it. And I, it does hurt. It does suck. Yeah, <laughs> you just I I if I have twenty listeners and only five people liked the show, I'm doing it for those five people. The yeah. other the other fifteen, unfortunately, I can't please you. I'm sorry, and I'm sure you'll find another show that will yeah. you know tickle your pickle. <laughs> I I just it's I, I I've lived my life trying. For a mile at a time. Mm, oh, sorry. No, trying to build a platform that I think there is like room to talk about. I, I talk about this with all my other universal creators. Every, and this is no dig at you, no dig at anyone that does Disney content. Every theme park creator has a basis of Disney, almost every single one. Mm -hmm. And then they dabble in universal or they dabble in SeaWorld. They're not predominantly universal mm -hmm. i am the complete opposite i am predominantly universal i dabble in disney when i can afford it and i will give my honest feedback about disney and that's just how i am as a person and i i just don't see a lot of people doing that so i i won't get as much reach as other people that you know have the foundation of disney but I'm not going to try to be something I'm not. And you can't, you can't be that. That's kind of part of what I was getting at is like, I think in order to be a successful show, you, you can't fake what you're doing because people will see through it and it won't resonate with people. Um, you may fool some people. Sure. And there, and there, I, I would argue there are some shows that if you would look at the numbers, maybe you would base your opinion on that and say, Oh, that's a successful show. But I would argue they're not being real or genuine in a lot of ways. And that's fine if that's what they do. Um, but that's not what 
I've ever set out to do. And I don't think that's what you've ever set out to do, but not at all. Also, I would say I'm proud of you too, Steffers. You are hustling. You're getting it done. And, um, you know, you, whether it be Twitch or your, your, uh, TikTok or your Instagram or your podcast, like you're hustling. You're doing a lot of work and um, doing too I, much work. <laughs> I, I admire, I admire all that stuff because I just, I definitely don't necessarily have the energy to do as much as what you do. But um, you know, th- one of the reasons that I kind of dig into like, why do we do this? How do we deal with trolls? You know, the, the topic of the show today is reinventing your passion. Right. And I think there's a lot of things that people m- maybe don't necessarily think about when they listen to a podcast and that's, how much time it takes to you factor in the recording, the editing, the coming up with topics, the, the footwork you have to do on social media that, you know, you're your own street team. If you ever want to try to reach new people, um, all the things that kind of go into it. And then also dealing with the negativity and, and I, and I can tell you too, um, I try my best to ignore that kind of stuff, but I definitely read it. I can't help it. I see it. And it, it takes me a moment sometimes because it will stick with me. But I think exactly what you said before is so true in that you're not making the show for everybody. Part, pardon the phrasing here, but you're not trying to make a universally loved show. Um, you're trying to make it for people who are looking for your specific content. And so, right, if you don't like the show, go find something else to listen to. But it... it what gets me sometimes is like, why did you take the time to yes, write? That's what to, I was going to say to write this review. Like, wh- and I don't like constructive. Okay. So this is where the line I think for me is constructive feedback would kind of illustrate what you could do better, mm-hmm. but saying like, just trying to tear someone down is not, doesn't help. Or giving a one-star review to a whole podcast because there was one episode that you were like, I didn't agree with what you said on this one episode. Our opinions are different. One star. Really? (laughs) Someone's really really carrying that one with them. It it happened more than once. But yeah, like this is for sure something that sticks with me. But, you know, as I kind of think about like getting back into it, I think what has held me up so much I'm getting us back on topic here, Steffers. We always have tangents, but yes, let's, I was going to circle back anyway. So you're right on cue. But what gets me, what, what has delayed me jumping back into a project, whether it be YouTube, whether it be a blog, whether it be a podcast or whatever, in, in order for it to work, it has to be something you are passionate about. It has to be something where you feel like you can present your real self that you know you're going to have to put so much time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears, and you're still going to get people that are like throwing tomatoes at you no matter what. Um, and you have to deal with that. So it has to be something that you really care about. But also, while it is important to not care about the numbers, which is something I've been preaching from the beginning of podcasting, and I love that you have that same mentality, Steffers, because it's not about that. It's not about how many listeners you get on a certain show or, or what your numbers are week to week or what it's not about that. It's about making a good show that you're proud of and your listeners, your audience will find you. So, but in order to reach some goals that we may have, you hope that eventually those numbers get there, but in a, in a natural organic way, right? So you kind of have to play that balancing game. So you, in a world where there are every single person has a podcast about everything, if, if, if you have an idea for a podcast, that thing already exists, I guarantee you, you have to, it, it doesn't really necessarily matter because it's going to be a crowded market no matter where you go. So it really more is about making something that you really care about, that you can express yourself, that you can find your audience, find your people and, and start to, you know, build towards whatever that end goal might be and it's different for everybody i guess but you know i i would be lying if i if i didn't say that would it be amazing to eventually start a project that just takes off and then that could be what i do for a living sure 
Absolutely. But that cannot be why I do it. Because if it is why I do it, then you're, you're going to be so focused on the numbers. You're going to be so focused on the feedback. It will eat you alive. And you just can't do that. You know? Yeah, that's... Um... I made the mistake of, of looking at some stuff while we were recording this. So now I'm, I have to like compose myself again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I You're going to be the one that cries on this episode, Steffers. Always, always got to cry. Um, you are 100% correct. You can't, and I want to, we're, we're circling into where what I'm trying to get at with this episode, but... You can hesitate all you want. You can try to reach numbers all you want, but you you have to set realistic expectations for yourself. You can't, if you go into this saying, I want to be full-time content creator after a year of doing this, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's not a realistic goal. I right. mean, maybe for some people, but normally that's not a thing. I think why I wanted to have you on the show is because you are in you're on the journey of figuring out not what your new passion is, because I think the underlying passion is there, mm -hmm. but you're, you're trying to find your way back into this space and what that would look like for you. And, yeah. you know, what you can handle, what kind of realistic expectations you can set for yourself. And I'm really interested. These are probably 99.9% .9 internal conversations you have for yourself. But what kind of, like, what thought process you go through, what kind of, mm -hmm. what does that journey look like for Justin Monorail? Mm -hmm. Because I know, I, I know you have nothing set. There's, this is no announcement for like the Justin Monorail show part <laughs> 17. Um, but I do know that we've talked about you kind of inching your way back into this space. And I'm, and I'm very interested to kind of know, I know you've been struggling, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. like trying to figure out what voice you're going to kind of have and all that jazz. So I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such an ongoing internal conflict about like, what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? What's the right topic? What's the right medium? And I, I go back and forth day to day. And there's some days that I'm like, this is the thing I want to do. And I'm so, I actually, I can tell you this, this is news that I haven't shared with anybody. I actually uh, recorded for a potential unnamed and um, now totally dead YouTube project, a couple of different episodes of a show that I was going to do where I was going to make it like a really sort of personal vlog but also court sort of like exploring like central Florida and, but, but really making it per, from the perspective of me, here's something that I maybe don't know is, you know, I'm sure there are people in your audience who don't have the background of my story. So I'll give a, a quick overview of what that is. Yes. Do that. Okay. So I'm coming from a place of the show that I initially, well, it wasn't my first podcast, but the, but the most successful podcast I did was, you know, the Monday morning monorail, nay, the morning monorail um, that started with my then wife and two kids. And we were talking about Disney, right? So without getting into all the gory details, my whole personal life situation has changed. I am now divorced. I am now living, you know, with my 16 year old daughter in the house and uh, the families, you know, it's it's a new it's a whole new family dynamic and now I'm on my own but of course that meant that podcast couldn't have continued um, I continued to do a form of that podcast with Landon who you probably your listeners are familiar with uh, Landon the Dawes Doan uh, Dawes does Disney go check out that podcast as well but um, it, it came down to you know that that whole situation for me needed to end because it was a chapter that that I had moved on from right so as I started to think about the next project I was thinking well you know, Disney, Disney has, in the time that I had been doing the podcast, Disney has continued to go down the path of becoming more expensive, 
but continued to take away from guest experience and focus on the bottom line of profits and stockholder value, which I get they're a corporate you know, entity. They have to do this sort of thing. Uh, but a lot of it was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. And I know there were some things that changed because of, of COVID and everything like that. But, you know, leadership changed. I feel like ideology has shifted a little bit. I, I really believe Disney is starting to kind of think about positioning themselves as like a luxury theme park brand um, if, if they weren't already doing that. Um, and definitely creating some segregation between the have and have nots, which was never the idea uh, for Disney. And so, you know, that, that turned me off quite a bit. And so one of the things I thought about was, well, if I get back into this thing, first of all, there are 10 million Disney podcasts. And if you want to go find them, they're out there. Uh, but first, go check out Dawes Does Disney on your way to find the others, you know. Uh, but, you know, maybe, maybe I start to try to, to do something else and broaden my horizons. And, and I thought maybe I wouldn't do anything that was theme park based at all. But, but kind of like what you said, in order to, to kind of figure out what the right next creative outlet for me would be, I have to consider, number one, what do I feel like I have found the most success doing? And number two, what do I have a passion for that's going to allow me to find the energy and motivation to, to do this, to do something? Um, and so, you know, I think about that sort of thing. And I, and we, we've talked about it a lot already on this particular show, but I feel like one of the ways that I've been most successful in my creative endeavors is really being genuine and being my true self and expressing that in a very real way, whether that be YouTube or podcasting or whatever it may be. Um, I know I have this moniker, the Justin Monorail moniker, um, which is a nom de plume. I get it. It's a stage name. Sure. But, you know, at the same time, as I mentioned at the beginning, the lines between Justin and Justin Monorail are very blurry. We, we, you would be very difficult to find where the one ends and one begins. We're, you know, it, it, it really is me, but this is just the way that I connect with the audience that I've found, right? So, you know, so I, I thought, well, I've got I've to stick to what I'm passionate about. I have to make something that really is me, that's very genuine. And I also feel like, at the end of the day, when people find podcasts that they love, surely, sure, maybe they were drawn to that because there was a certain topic that they liked on an episode, or maybe the podcast in general had a, uh, a theme that, that drew them to listen to their first episode. But what keeps them there is finding a connection with the host and being drawn to those personalities and wanting to like sit in a room with those people and spend time with them. And, and it doesn't even matter. You get to a point. I know with my favorite podcast that I listen to, I don't even, I get to a point where I don't even really care what the particular episode's about. Sure. I want it to be something that's fun and interesting, but it's really more about hearing people that I like talk about things and have fun and, and just almost feeling like you're sitting in the room with your friends. So that being the case, um, you know, it, it kind of puts you in this weird space of, of uncertainty where you're like, okay, well, I, I know what the, I know what the baseline ingredients that I need to put into this thing are now. How do we, how do we put that into a, a snappy little format and make it work? Um, and I've had, I've got a lot of different opinions. I've had a lot of advice come at me from a lot of different ways. Um, I think it would make sense for me to jump back into podcasting. Cause I, I have the experience doing it. Um, and I feel like, you know, relatively, um, I'm decently okay at doing a podcast. Um, but then like, part of me is like, well, but YouTube would be like a whole new challenge for me that I haven't really done and haven't really tried to, um, you know, explore my creative uh, boundaries with, should I push myself to do something more like that? So, you know, and I haven't decided. I might end up doing a little bit of both. And then there's another side of me that's like, well, what if I just do a blog? Pull it back to that. Sometimes I like to write. I could do that. I don't know. Who knows? But that's where I'm at. Still, still in this like um, fog of indecision and uncertainty. But I, but I just know that I, I want to do something. I want to do something soon. 
Well, and I think so. When I asked you to do this episode about this topic, I full knew that you did not have like a set thing in mind. But I think what's important for people to take away is that it, it number one, is not an overnight decision. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you do need to mull it over, take some time, really figure out your priorities, what exactly you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Like what gets the, what gets the, Juices flowing. The juices, that sounds yeah. disgusting. No, I was going to say so the sorry. same thing. <laughs> I'm so That's sorry to anyone who just got <laughs> got gross. Um, but it, I just I don't want to say this to I don't want to have this come out the wrong way. But I've thought of changing up what I do, the platforms I use, like if I want to continue doing X Y Z thing, and. I've had to prioritize like what specifically makes me happy about doing this thing. Like, like the Marie Kondo, like hold it. And like, if it brings Mm -hmm. you joy, let it like keep it. And then if it doesn't let it go. And I, for right now, anyway, I can say that almost everything except like Instagram brings me joy. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't foresee myself stopping anything anytime soon, but I, I just wanted to recognize your journey and that, you know, if someone else has taken like a massive break or is trying to get back into their passions again, they can do it. And you are living proof of that. I mean, I know that you don't have it all out right now and like there's no huge announcement, but I'm just proud of you for getting back out there. And sometimes it, you know, sometimes we need to do a little rebrand and that's okay. You know, I think- It is great that you recognize that the morning monorail was a chapter that needed to close, but now you're open to starting a new chapter with something else. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, you know, if if people, it it is a commitment, you know, whatever it is that you, that you decide to do, it's, it's a commitment and you realize that. And that's why we kind of keep going back to this idea of it has to be something that you really care about because if you don't, and if you don't have fun doing it, and if you are just chasing numbers and your idea is like, I, I think it's the same thing as like, oh, somebody who moves to Hollywood because they just want to get famous or something. It's not going to work. That's not why you do it. You know, it, it has to come from somewhere else. And I, I feel like, why would I start another creative project? Well, I know that I'm not going to be podcast famous. I'm not going to be a millionaire, you know, independently wealthy because I'm doing a podcast or even a YouTube channel. Um, But it really comes from wanting to share my passions with people and connect with people and express it in a way that I feel like I can do because I'm not an artist in a lot of other ways. Like I can't draw for crap. I can't paint. I can't sculpt. I can't, you know. There's a lot of things like graphic design. I'm terrible at all that kind of stuff. But what I can do is talk, which I have displayed many times while Steffers has just let me go off on these tangents on this episode. And, you know, I, I do think that that like my skill is uh, can is is really kind of like connecting with people in a genuine way. And, and um, I've been told that I've been told I have a decent voice for this sort of thing. So. I have a funny story. I'll tell you really quick. I uh, just recently I was contacted by a recruiter. They found my information on LinkedIn and she was like, I want to set up a call. I want to talk to you about this opportunity. I don't know if it's for you, but let's talk about it. So she calls me. We chat through the opportunity. Turns out it wasn't for me, but then she says, have you ever thought about getting into radio or voiceover? And I said, I, I was like, honestly, sure. But are you recruiting for such a thing? And she was like, well, no, but, you know, you just have a good voice. So I just thought I would ask. And I was like, okay, well, great. I don't have anything to do with that information, but thank you for saying such a thing. Um, so I say this to just clearly just brag on my own voice. I think the podcasting community and the all the community that we are a part of will be happy to uh, divulge in any content that you create. No, not divulge. Enjoy enjoy yeah Yeah. i don't there was another d word i couldn't come up with it um but i think 
you, you talked a lot, but I think you said a lot of like great things. So I'm not mad about it. Um, I am thankful that you took the time to talk about it and came on my show and sure. like we dove deep. We didn't cry. I almost cried, but like we didn't cry. And I'm very, very excited to see what the new the new chapter of Justin Monorail looks like. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, thank you for inviting me on your show, Steffers. That's quite an honor. I think the closest I got to crying was listening to you talk about your thing. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so proud of you, Steffers. I'm thank so you. proud. Let us not forget that your first like official podcast segment was part of the morning monorail. I mean, so come on. Oh, you know. those shirts are are in my merch shop. We are forever across connected. the universal with Steffers is That's in my right. merch shop. So That's never right. forget. He never will. Um, um, plug yourself, Justin. Um, okay. So when you make this big announcement, we're all here okay. for it. Well, I have changed my username on Instagram and Twitter back to Justin underscore monorail. Uh, I don't think I've changed the TikTok yet, but you, the TikTok is totally unrelated. You don't need to follow me there. That's just random nonsense. I will be, I would most likely be making a, a sort of announcement on uh, Twitter first and probably then going on, on Instagram, moving it to there. So please follow me, uh, keep your ears to the wire and I, I will uh, hopefully have something to share really, really soon. Fingers crossed. Everything is crossed. Absolutely everything. Um, great things are in the future for Justin. Um, if you don't already follow me, welcome. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far into this episode. You can catch me on Instagram or TikTok, Adventures with Stuffers. I have a lot of Universal Orlando tips and tricks on there. And I also post a lot of clips from my Twitch streams. Uh, if you are interested in gaming, you can catch me Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. I also stream on Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, on Twitter, you can at me at AsianZing95. I don't use Twitter a lot, but I'm trying to use it more. And hopefully next, no, not next week because I've already recorded that episode, but hopefully, well, this week, hopefully I'll have some exciting news to share. So make sure to stick to my social medias and hopefully I'll have something fun to let y'all know about. Um, thank you again, Justin, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.